Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. And I'm here today to tell you that an oddball catfish species first spotted in 1998 in Brazil at last has a name, and it is Greedo. Yes, as in the Rodian bounty hunter in Star Wars. More formally, the catfish, whose bug-eyed stare and droopy chin-like extension really do bring to mind Greedo, will henceforth be known as Pecolidia Greedoi. That final I sound in Latin is a possessive, so it means something like Greedo's fish. When Dr. Jonathan Armbruster, professor and curator of fishes at Auburn University and longtime Star Wars fan, created the name while studying the fish in 2015, it's about one of 40 species of fish he's named to date. By tradition, whoever discovers a new species gets to name it. Discovers doesn't necessarily mean finds, though. Armbruster explained, Discovery is a weird term. I discovered P. Greedoi in a jar, but others actually discovered it in nature. They just didn't have everything they needed to describe it. Armbruster did describe it. He discovered the nature of the species. The new part of new species is weird, too. In this context, Armbruster explains, a new species is one that is newly described and named. Of course, it existed before scientists got involved. Describing a new species is a science in itself. In taxonomy, which is the scientific discipline of classifying living things, scientists examine physical, genetic, behavioral, and ecological traits to logically situate a species within the biosphere. Taxonomy is a big deal— It reveals how a new species fits into our known world and provides a universal language to describe and study it. Taxonomy lays out the components of biodiversity and thus the tools to preserve it. It offers scientists, engineers, and inventors their best chance at understanding the incredible capabilities of the natural world and explaining it to the rest of us. Naming is part of taxonomy. A name often reflects a distinctive characteristic, like the name Tatarita brasiliensis, for a bat discovered that lives in Brazil. There's a lot of leeway in naming, though, and scientists often get creative, like P. Greedoi for a fish that looks like Greedo, or Myotis Midas for a bat with golden fur, after mythology's golden-touched King Midas. This approach can sometimes be problematic, though. We spoke with Dr. Ricardo Moratelli, a biologist with the Oswaldo Cruz Foundation, who named the golden bat. He explained, A characteristic that we first think is unique to that species may be revealed as shared with others, or even variable within the species. For instance, the aforementioned T. brasiliensis was later found to live throughout North and South America, resulting in subspecies like T. brasiliensis mexicana, or the Mexican Brazilian free-tailed bat. Other names honor colleagues, immortalized family members, or, less common but more compelling, exact revenge— Scientist Carl Linnaeus, who in the 1700s founded the taxonomy and nomenclature system still used in biology today, named an entire genus of reeking weeds Siegesbeckia after one Johann Siegesbeck, a botanist who had endlessly criticized his work. The International Commission on Zoological Nomenclature needs to approve names, but the organization is pretty open-minded. It approved Sid Viciousi and Johnny Rotteneye for two species of extinct trilobite named by a taxonomist whose friend loved the sex pistols. It also gave the nod to Agathidium bush eye, A. Cheney eye, and A. Rumsfeld eye for three species of beetle. The Republican taxonomist actually meant it as a good thing. It also approved Ampulex dementor for a wasp that turns cockroaches into zombies before eating them. The behavior apparently recalled Harry Potter's spirit-sucking adversaries. 
That last one was chosen in a vote by visitors to Berlin's Museum of Natural History. Some scientists are giving away their naming rights to educate, engage, and fund research in conservation. Berlin's museum patrons learned about the new wasp and taxonomy and its critical role in conservation as part of the voting. The Scripps Institution for Oceanography sells naming rights for 5,000 to 25,000 per species, with the proceeds supporting the institution's work. And that's a bargain. At a 2005 auction, the online Golden Palace Casino paid $65,000 for the rights to name a species of monkey, supporting the national park in Bolivia where the new monkey was discovered. This commercialization makes some in the field uncomfortable. With money in the mix, there's concern about biased taxonomy. Armbruster said, It has the possibility of getting out of hand. Buying a name is a good thing as long as it is for a species we have already identified as new. We need more money for taxonomy. Finding creative ways to fund the science is a good thing. By the way, Golden Palace named the monkey Calicebus auripalatii, Auripalati meaning Golden Palace in Latin. The casino wanted .com in there too, but it couldn't be Latinized. Today's episode was written by Julia Layton and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other well-categorized topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 